0: Hello from the Hotel Del Coronado in San Diego, California, and welcome to the Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion for November Fourteenth, 2006. I'm Pete Werner, and I am joined this week by Corey Martin and Bob Varley. And we also have two very special guests with us, uh, Corey's wife, Julie Martin, and my partner, Walter Eccles. This week's show, we're going to discuss some of the news stories making uh, headlines on the Diz this week, including Universal Orlando's plans to launch a new show featuring the Blue Man Group, Also, we'll talk about Disneyland and Southern California, and we will unveil an awesome new contest that will be running on our discussion forum starting December 1st. You could win a seven-day, six-night vacation at the Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin. All that on this week's edition of the Diz Unplugged Roundtable. All right, and starting off with the news this week... We begin with the most popular stories on the Diz, and just a reminder, you can find all of these stories and many others by going to news.wdwinfo.com. Now, number three this week, as we mentioned earlier, Universal Orlando has plans to open a permanent venue to host the wildly popular Blue Man Group starting in June of 2007. The group, consisting of three performers, wears black clothing, bald caps, and is covered with blue grease paint. They started performing on the street in New York in the 1980s and have grown their act into a worldwide phenomenon that includes a touring show and performances in cities such as Boston and Las Vegas. The Orlando Show will open on June 4th in Studio Number 18, which is a 1,000-seat renovated theater formerly used by Nickelodeon Studios for production. And tickets have already gone on sale online. Matinee prices starting at $45. Evening shows at fifty five dollars and a ninety five dollar combination ticket, which includes theme park admission, is also being offered on the universal website i uh, I saw them on the Emmys the Blue man group was on the Emmys uh, i think this past uh, this past year they were unbelievable they were wearing televisions uh, television sets on their heads it was really it was really cool i think it 's going to be a good
1: addition to the orlando area the show
0: well i I, I think that uh, you know with disney having uh, with Disney having Cirque du Soleil, that's, ama- that's always been a major, major draw. And Universal, Universal's apparent, apparent Disney envy, uh, having to try and do everything Disney does. But I think Blue Man Group is a perfect addition for, uh, for Universal. I think that's a, a, great, uh, a great show. I'm looking forward to that. I've, I've never seen them in, uh, live on stage or anything. But wouldn't you say that was coming again? That will be... Uh, the show will open June 4th. Oh. Of 2007. Fun, fun, fun. fun. Yeah, that'll be cool. That'll be cool. The number two story this week comes from the Tampa Sun Sentinel and outlines all the holiday events taking place around central Florida this year. In a nutshell, uh, they are Epcot's. And you're going to have to forgive us, folks, if you're hearing noises. We are at the Hotel Del Coronado in San Diego. And uh, we are not too far from a navy base, so there are uh, <laughs> there are all sorts of aircraft flying over and flying past us. So please forgive uh, please forgive those noises. Uh, but back to uh, back to our uh, our news story um, of the highlights that the Sun Sentinel was talking about this year for the holidays. Uh, of course, Epcot's Holiday around the wo- holidays around the world, which runs from November twenty fourth to December thirtieth. Candlelight processional, which runs the uh, the same time period, and of course, the candlelight processional absolutely, positively, my favorite, favorite, favorite thing to do at Disney World. Of everything that Disney does throughout the year, I think the candlelight processional takes the cake.
1: Just brings shivers down your spine when they start singing and Oh, yeah.
0: Now, it's, uh, it's a fantastic performance that they do. Uh, this year's celebrity narrators, by the way, for the candlelight processional are g- going to include Kuba Gooding Jr., Kirk Cameron, where the heck has he been? And Rita Moreno, who is absolutely one of my favorite actresses in the world, um, and the Candlelight Processional also runs November twenty fourth to the thirtieth, and is included with Epcot admission. But what they don't tell you is that uh, unless you buy the Candlelight Processional dinner package, you better get in line. If you're if you're just trying to get a seat for that without the dinner package, you need to get in line for that show really, really early, because they don't hold a lot of seats. For standard admission, they really most of the seats in that amphitheater are held for those uh, those people with uh, candlelight processional dinner packages. Yeah,
1: you got to get there at least an hour, sometimes even two hours on a, a popular performer. Oh,
0: especially yeah, the more popular the uh, narrator is, exactly. Best
1: thing to do is put somebody in line and then switch off and you know go go look around in the area.
0: Now also uh, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. Uh, is running for 18 nights this year from November 13th to the 22nd. That is a hard-ticket event that begins at 7 p.m. and includes all sorts of fun, cute, Christmassy things in the Magic Kingdom. Uh, the Disney MGM Studios, of course, does the Osborne Family Spectacle of Lights. That also starts on the 13th and runs through January 7th. And if you haven't seen that, they, uh, they decorate the back lot houses with all sorts of christmas lights it's incredible and it really is that's amazing and they serve like uh, uh, hot chocolate and they got snow and all that other stuff
2: i know last year they would give you um, 3d glasses where when you looked at certain lights looked like angels right right the little angel really cool. angel really prison
0: glasses yeah that was very cool that was very cool and at animal kingdom the 65 foot christmas tree and the Mickey's Jingle Jungle Parade carolers entertain at Santa Goofy's Holiday Village.
1: Yeah, I was by Animal Kingdom the other day. They've already put the tree up at the entrance.
0: Oh, really? Yeah.
1: So, I've never,
0: I, I, honestly, I don't think, I'm trying to think if I've ever been to Animal Kingdom uh, to see any of the holiday decorations they do. I don't think I have.
1: No, I don't think
0: you have. Well, then again, it's... It's, I'm hard pressed to go into Animal Kingdom anyway. It's not my favorite park. It's not a bad park. It just isn't my favorite park. Um, it's like the, the hottest uh, Animal Kingdom is the hottest place on the face of the earth. Uh, apparently, they decided that it had to be authentic to Africa and it had to be 140 degrees. Uh, well, they are doing things over there to help out the crowds.
1: I mean, they put the Lion King show. It's now air conditioned. And I was at the uh Nemo sh- show the other day for a preview, and that that theater is under uh uh air conditioning now too so they're they're trying to help out, and they realize that they they may have screwed up when they first started
0: yeah there was some i think there was some some design errors <laughs> in that park yeah
1: they're trying to keep the people cooler now.
0: Now, I'm not going to read through all of the uh, Christmas events going on in Central Florida. You can go out to the site. We're going to have links to all this stuff on our show notes page, uh, links to everything going on at Disney, Universal, and SeaWorld, even Busch Gardens. That stuff is all up on the site. And the number one news story this week is uh, a very unfortunate story about a Walt Disney World cast member who was arrested on 20 counts of sexual battery on a minor WFTV Channel 9 in Orlando reported that David Hobbs was arrested last week after a 14-year-old girl that he allegedly had a three-year relationship with reported him to police. Hobbs worked as a merchandise coordinator in Tomorrowland and because of the access that he's had to children, an investigation is currently underway to find out if there are any other minors he may have had inappropriate contact with. He is currently being held in the Orange County Jail on $40,000 bail. Now, now Walter, uh, my partner Walter, works for the uh, Department of Corrections and gets to see a lot of these, uh, unfortunately, see a lot of these people come through. This girl was 11 years old, apparently, when this relationship started. Walter, does that make a difference in terms of how he's... If he's found guilty, uh, how he's going to be, what kind of sentence he'll get?
3: Yeah, they're below 15 It's a much harsher sentence, so 20 counts, 11-year-old, uh, um, 15, 20, something like that. It's going to be a lot of time, I believe.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it, it's unfortunate, you know, and, and, and it's not really, I mean, there's not much Disney can do. you you got 55,000 people working for you. There's only so much they can do, but you know it it just kind of underscores the point no matter where you are you know reality can grab reach in and grab you you got to well reality among other things apparently can reach out and grab you so uh that's really um it's an unfortunate story it's an unfortunate story and uh uh we hope the best for the young girl and her family uh and that will do it for the news this week i'm sorry if the news seems a little rushed folks but uh We've had a really long day. Uh, we've, we're out in, as I said, we're out in San Diego. We're actually sitting on a balcony overlooking the ocean at the Hotel Del Coronado in San Diego. Uh, we're doing some stuff for a uh, a neat little uh, contest. Dreams Unlimited is going to be running in on January, starting on January 1st, called the Dreams Unlimited Travel Video Trivia Challenge. We're going to run a month's worth of video from around Southern California with some trivia questions attached to each one. And at the end of it, you're someone's going to have a chance to win uh, a Southern California Magic Package, a Disneyland Southern California Magic Package. So, we've been uh, we've been all over. We got out here on Saturday, and uh, we have been all over the place. Uh, just in the last few days, we're recording this on Monday evening. Uh, the show will go live tomorrow, which is Tuesday, the 14th. And uh, where have we been already? Uh, we we we. S- Who's going to take the mic? We're passing mic- microphones around around here. We've got five of us sitting, five of us crammed onto a balcony right now because the weather is so beautiful. Um, and we're, uh, we're passing microphones around, so we'll ask everyone to bear with us. Well,
2: we were in Hollywood. We were on Mulholland Drive. Well,
0: well, actually, as soon as we got off the plane, what was the first thing we did? We went to the farmer's market in Hollywood to have lunch. Oh, that was really fun.
2: And we all ate at different places because the food, I mean, you have Cajun food, you have deli sandwiches, you have salads, you have candy shops. I mean, anything you could possibly want to eat is there.
0: And the food is great, and it's uh, right next to uh, CBS Studios where like they film the prices right and all that stuff. It's so a lot of the folks that are working at the studios, even a lot of the celebrities that are working at the studios come over to the farmers market to grab a bite to eat. Uh now if if you've been to MGM Studios at Disney World, uh as you're going down uh toward the Tower of Terror on the left, there's kind of a a sunset. cheap a uh, of top of sunset, there's a kind of kind of a cheap mock-up of the uh of the farmers market and it doesn't no justice whatsoever the real farmers market that's my is, favorite place it is really it's really like neat it's like 12
1: to 14 miles from LAX and usually I get the car and I go right there it's my first stop whenever I come out here
0: and then we um now then yesterday uh we were in Venice Beach and the Santa Monica pier which was really neat and Mulholland Drive then we went up Mulholland Drive, and we uh, to the Hollywood sign got a chance to over to do, get the view of the Hollywood sign
2: that was my favorite because we actually climbed over you know the area where you 're not supposed to go, and we walked okay, down yeah. a little tiny path let me let me explain,
0: let me explain <laughs> to you folks how this works, and let me explain to you what I had to go through <laughs> the, the torture I had to suffer. Um, I have a terrible, terrible fear of heights, and when you you pull off of Mulholland Drive. They have these little areas where you can park your car and get out and walk up to a viewing area. You get a great view of the city. You get a great view of the Hollywood sign. And there's like a little dirt path off of this main path they have. It's kind of narrow, but it leads to a much more open spot. It gave us a great chance to shoot Julie. Julie's actually our on-camera personality for this trivia contest that we're going to be doing in uh, in January. And it just gave us a great, unobstructed view of the Hollywood sign, and they made me walk this little path, which there was like a cliff that had to be a hundred foot drop. more than that. And there was no no guardrail, no nothing. I mean,:
2: You and I both conquered our fear because if you look down, you get dizzy, you think you're going to fall. Well,
0: I think Walter still has bruises. On his arm, from where I was grabbing, <laughs> yeah. grabbing him, holding on for dear life. The hill looks over the Hollywood
1: Bowl, and you would have ended up down there if you had fallen over.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you get a great from that particular spot. You get a great view of the uh, of the Hollywood uh, or of the, of the Hollywood Bowl.
2: I also really enjoyed Venice Beach as compared to the Santa Monica Pier. Um, it was much. More intimate, I would say. The pier was not as crowded. It was more locals just enjoying the morning with their coffee and you know walking down the little pedestrian way with the shop and all those and wild just, shops you know, that got it there. just kind of really felt like, you know. I don't know. Like I was at home almost. You know. Yeah. Because I didn't feel uncomfortable at all, and it was very dog friendly, and I enjoyed watching those little dogs run around and play.
0: And the Santa Monica Pier was packed. There was a lot of people on the pier. A lot of, but it was, but the pier was really cool. I mean, I, I come from the Jersey Shore. Uh, little town called uh, on the Jersey Shore called Ocean Grove, which is right next to Asbury Park, which is what most people have heard of. And growing up, the Asbury Park boardwalk had a lot of attractions on it, very similar to what we saw on the Santa Monica Pier. So that was kind of a little uh, throwback for me to my childhood. But uh, And then today we have been uh, all over San Diego. We were on the Embarcadero, down in the Embarcadero on the, on the waterfront. And we went up to Point Loma which is this beautiful, I, I'm telling you, the view from Point Loma
2: of San special. Diego
0: Harbor was just
2: spectacular,
0: just absolutely spectacular, and cold, very, very chilly. <laughs> the, the wind up there was, was really something else. So uh, I have to that, say,
1: Peter, the weather, you, you can't forget the weather.
0: I'm amazed how beautiful the weather is here right now. Um,
1: We've had two tens yeah the row. days
0: the days are sunny and seventy with a light breeze and uh and it's November and at night it gets down it's like the fifties, but even now I mean it's it's just it's we're actually recording this on Monday evening, and uh it it's it's unbelievable it's so beautiful out here right now um, and and San Diego's about what did it take It's about an hour and a half to drive down here from from Disneyland. It really wasn't bad at all. it was a straight yeah. line right
1: down the five,
0: right down the five.
1: And you know an hour and a half, I think it was like ninety miles that 's not too bad, and uh, I mean it was easy, an easy drive and you know i I have to honestly say i didn 't realize how much there 's so much interesting stuff down here in San Diego to see oh you know we
0: could spend we could easily spend a week in san diego
1: we we started looking at San Diego and you know the Sea World, and then you got the San Diego Zoo, and the Wild Animal Park. Wild Animal Park. The wild yeah. animal park. It, 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 there's so many things. It, the list goes on and on. And you know, we were saying, okay, we'll knock off San Diego in a day. There's so much to do down here. You could take two, three, four days easily, and not see everything. And there's so much history down here.
0: Well, especially where we're sitting. Um, The hotel we're sitting in, the Hotel Del Coronado, was built in 1888. And for those who don't know, um, the Hotel Del Coronado was the inspiration for the Grand Floridian at uh, Walt Disney World. Actually, now, I could be wrong on this, so please, no hate mail if I've got this wrong. But the story I recall was that after Michael Eisner took over Disney and they were kind of going through the vault of all the the stuff they had, they came across some... I guess some hand-drawn plans, when Walt was planning Walt Disney World, that he wanted to build a flagship resort modeled after the Del Coronado. When Michael Eisner saw that, they went ahead and they put the Grand Floridian into production. Now there'll be some. There may be some disagreement around the table here, um, the wicker table today. The, the, actually, it's a square wicker table, not a round table. But uh, there may be some disagreement about which of these two properties is better. I am firmly in the camp that nothing holds a candle to this hotel, the Del Coronado. This is an authentic, phenomenal Victorian, a wooden Victorian hotel. It's just amazing, and with incredible views of of the sea, um, a lot of history and a tremendous amount of history. Every, uh, just about every president, I think, since uh, what did we say, Woodrow Wilson, uh, has stayed at this hotel.
1: And it's on it's on Coronado Island, and yes that it's just beautiful out here it's amazing you it is drive down the street and it's like unbelievable
0: now we are uh due to uh availability issues we were not able to stay uh on Disneyland at dis- on property at Disneyland and uh, we got uh rooms at the uh Sheraton Park Sheraton Park Resort it's uh, it's uh, just recently that's uh, it's its new name i forgot what it was before but uh i have to tell you i'm 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 not somebody who likes staying off property i'm pretty much the kind that would definitely prefer to be on disney property but if i can't be on property that's i'm i'm okay with that hotel it's a beautiful beautiful resort
4: i'm really impressed yeah julie and i have the uh have a great park view too we were watching the fireworks from bed uh last night and that was great and the night before, so every night I think we're gonna just lay in bed and watch the fireworks. Oh, it's incredible! Yeah,
1: we're gonna be coming over to your room one of these nights <laughs> because I want to see the fireworks. Also, I'm not gonna be sitting okay, yeah. watching a pool view. Yeah,
0: I'm. <laughs> um, um, I'm guessing that probably ain't gonna happen. <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, so uh, I'm, I'm. I got to tell you, I'm giving. I'm going to give the Sheridan the Sheraton, there very, very, very high marks. It's. Uh, it's a beautiful hotel. Rates are pretty reasonable. It's about one forty nine a night off season. Uh, the rooms are very nice. It's the Sheridan, You know, it's a Sheridan, so it's the heavenly beds.
2: And the great goose down comforters that are so soft. you yeah. just feel like you're laying on a cloud.
0: Exactly. If you've stayed at, if you've stayed at the Walt Disney World Swan or Dolphin, Swan and Dolphin, you know what uh, but the heavenly beds are, or if you've stayed at a Sheridan anywhere, you know what the heavenly beds are. So, I uh, I really I, I find that if you can't if you can't stay on property, I think that's probably would be my next choice.
4: But e- even off property hotels are still you still feel like you're on property because everything is so close here at Disneyland. Well, that's the thing is Disneyland is a very very different
0: experience for those of you who have not been west. First of all, you really don't know what you're missing. I mean, I'm you know I was for many years the diehard. The diehard Walt Disney World fan, that was all I really cared about. I loved Disney World. And I always just kind of thought Disneyland was just this tiny little thing that wasn't going to interest me. And granted, I mean, Disneyland is a much smaller venue than Walt Disney World by a significant measure. But I don't know. It's, It's tradition. But it's beyond that, though. It's so intimate. It's a very intimate experience at Disney
2: I agree with you, Peter. Um, My first time was just, you know, in the end of September. And, you know, you guys were telling me, oh, the castle's so tiny and, you know, all this stuff. But Sleeping Beauty is my favorite princess. So the fact that I got to see Sleeping Beauty's castle, you know, I'm like Cinderella Schminderella. you know? (laughs) I love that castle. It's a cute little cottage castle, you know? New Orleans Square, Corey and I being originally from louisiana we love that part of it you know it kind of brings us home and then also just as you said being very small and intimate it's not so overwhelming like disney world which can be especially for people who are coming for the first time
0: well you see what i like is that you know really and truly disneyland is disneyland's a three-day a three or four-day tops experience and you know my mentality coming from Disney World, my mentality is you stay on property, you do everything on property, you never leave Disney. That's not the case out here. They want you to they know you're not you can't do spend seven days here. They want you to go to San Diego, they want you to go to Hollywood they want you to go to Universal. It's amazing because you know out here. They have a great re- Disney has a great relationship with Universal. They work together.
1: It's so much different as out opposed here.
0: to Disney World, which is you know it's a blood <laughs> feud, <laughs> you know. So it it really is a it's a whole different experience, and especially you know as a as a, I consider myself a pretty hardcore Disney fan. Uh, I am a hard my God, look at my site. I am a hardcore Disney fan, <laughs> but I I don't know. I I just. It's a whole different experience. You can't compare the two. It's not fair to compare the two. And Pirates
1: well, of the Caribbean is different here. And I love it. I love the, what they did. I love both of them, but I, I, lo- I really like the one they did here uh, a lot.
0: Exa- yeah, I, I haven't seen, I haven't seen, I haven't done Disney, the Pirates uh, at Disneyland yet.
2: It's, it's more of an experience because of how long it is. Um, we timed it the last time we were here. Was it like 12 minutes or something?
0: Oh yeah, it's substantially longer. It is substantially longer than the one in uh, in Orlando. Oh, Julie, you'll get the ride, Mister Toad's Wild Ride tomorrow.
2: That really excites me because I was very upset when they took it away from Walt Disney World.
0: Yep, Mister Toad's Wild Ride still exists here, as opposed to Disney World. And there's something going on down in the beach. There's a band setting up or something. I'm wondering if we're going to have some competition here in a little while. But uh, then again, you know, who knows if it's actually picking up on the mic. When we were at uh, Food and Wine Festival, nobody believed we were in Epcot because the uh, the wind filters we use on our mics, we did a great job of filtering out the background noise. So we've taken them off the mics for this so that you can get the ambient noise so that you really do believe that we're here. People actually sent emails saying, you weren't really at Epcot. <laughs> it's
4: like, we were, really?
0: We really were, I promise. We really were there. Um, But, no, it's been – I mean, I come out to Disneyland. I get out here at least once a year, uh, preferably twice if I can help it. And I got to tell you, all of California, every place I go in California, I love Hollywood, especially Hollywood, going and seeing, you know, the Walk of Fame, the El Capitan Theater, uh, Graham's Chinese Theater, uh, the the Kodak Theater, which is where uh, the Oscars uh, – they have the Oscars and the American Idol finale is done there. They're doing the Dancing with the Stars finale tomorrow night. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. sorry. That is the gayest show on television. <laughs> and I am uniquely qualified to say that. That is the gayest show on television.
2: Okay, I'll agree with you, but I do like watching the dancing. Um, I'll record it and fast forward through all the, you know, in between stuff just so I can see the dancing because I just think that's exciting.
0: <laughs> but. Uh, Yes, I mean, and and of course uh, Huntington Beach, Laguna Beach; those are all uh, a half hour drive from uh, Huntington Beach. Is only yeah, about a half hour. It's only about a half hour, and we, we can zip right down uh, Pacific Coast Highway.
1: Yeah, so it, it's nothing at all, and even you know, getting back to San Diego, hour and a half—that's not bad. I mean, it's a good, it's easy drive.
0: Now, Walter's been out here once before. What's your? Uh, What's your take on, on, on Disneyland? What's your take on, on the, whole, uh, the whole experience? You've been to Disney World. You've, you've been out here. Now, Walter's not a hardcore Disney fan at all. Walter appreciates it for what it is, but there aren't any posters of Mickey Mouse hanging up in his house. So, you know, when you go to Disneyland as somebody who's, you know, just kind of, let's just say for lack of a better phrase, a normal person, um, what's your take on it?
3: No, I think you were right when you said it was more intimate. When you go to Disney World, it's so spread out. You got Epcot, you have got Animal World, you got everything, and there's, they're miles and miles apart. And here, they're just all centrally located. You can go; um, you don't have to worry about transportation as much. I really, I enjoyed it. It's a lot less. Yeah, you can uh, walk to everything. You can yes. walk to everything. So you don't uh, have to worry about transportation or things like that. I, I do. I enjoyed it. It's a lot less intimidating than Disney World. Now. Um,
0: what about San Diego? What was your take on San Diego? Oh, my
3: God. If you can do it, definitely do it. There's so many things to see down here.
0: Um. Okay. He enjoyed San Diego.
3: Enjoyed
0: it. He definitely enjoyed San Diego. We all did. As I'm sw- we're, there, there are microphones flying all well, around here right now.
4: You, <laughs> you know, when you were saying that, it's intimate. Um, I remember, like, last year or well, two years ago when I was here, we stayed at the uh, Grand Californian and I remember uh, a dad telling his uh, daughter, you know, they're in an elevator going up to their room, and he told his 11 year old daughter, "Why don't you go to the uh, go to the park, get it, get us some fast passes, and meet us back at the room? I mean, everything is so close. It, it, it was amazing. I was like, you you would never hear that at World. Yeah, you know, exactly. Go to the park and come back, and go get some fast passes and meet us back at the room. You just wouldn't hear that. No,
0: never, never at World, never at World. But, uh, yeah, now the rest of this week we're going to be, uh, we're going to be all over the place. We're, uh, we're at Disneyland tomorrow and Wednesday. Uh, we're going to be uh, in Laguna Beach, Huntington Beach, and Hollywood Thursday and Friday. And I'm not sure what we're doing on Saturday, but we're leaving here late Saturday night. We're taking the red eye back to Orlando. And uh, we flew out here on Delta. And, and while I have everyone's attention, can I just say, worst airline on the planet. No wonder these people are in bankruptcy. I, I knew that was coming. Okay, <laughs> worst airline on the planet. I don't care how cheap the tickets are. Don't fly Delta.
1: You're not going to mention the ashtrays and the yeah. The
0: planes lava. are so old; there are still ashtrays on them. Okay, when was the last time anyone was allowed to smoke on a plane? I don't think Julie was born. <laughs> the last time people could smoke on a plane.
1: And they had a movie that was from the time when the plane. They was were built. playing the
0: movie they were playing on this plane was Rudy. Starring Sean Astin, and if you don't know when that movie was released, look it up. It was like the early '90s. So apparently, and the plane was like, like I said, the plane was very old. The flight attendants were very nice. I gotta give them that. The flight attendants were great.
1: Yeah, they but did a
0: good job. The seats were uncomfortable. Last year we flew uh, we flew JetBlue. Oh, we flew Song. We flew Song last year, which is which is Delta, and they they it was a fantastic experience. That was great. And of course, you know it, w- it must have been too good. Delta had to pull it, but uh, I'm telling you, mostly what I fly now is pretty much JetBlue. And after my experiences on Continental, Delta, and Southwest, JetBlue pretty much has me for the rest of my life. That's a great airline, and it's worth. Next time around, I don't care if it's more money. I'm flying JetBlue. It's worth it. I was much more comfortable on a JetBlue flight. So that's my little my little tirade on Delta.
1: I knew that was gonna come.
0: But, uh, yeah, so, uh, I don't fly well to begin with. I'm not a good flyer. Like I said, don't, don't like heights, but, uh, no, we're having, we're having a great time. We are, and the show, the show today is going to be a little bit, a little bit shorter than normal, um, because we really are tired, but we needed to get it, uh, we needed to do the show tonight. Um, and I, we just wanted to kind of tell you guys what we were doing, some of what we were doing out here, what we're experiencing. We're going to have more on Disneyland next week when we get back, uh, get back home, but, uh. I do want to move on and talk about our big project on the discussion boards, which has been getting a lot of uh, attention over the last few weeks. If you've been uh, paying attention to our, any of our forums at all, uh, you'll notice that there have been teasers being posted about uh, something, something cool we're going to be doing. Uh, and I am pleased to announce Wapasadi. The Extreme Wapasati. Now, if you don't know what Wapasati is, I can't tell you exactly what the... Uh, Corey, what, is, what does it stand for again? Oh,
4: Lord. Let me... Um. Okay. Wickedly Awesome... No, no, wait, wait, wait. wait. Hold on one second. Uh, le- let me... I'm going to make sure. Wickedly Perfect Amazing Surviving Apprentice Disser Idol. It's a, it's a combination of it's all... It's kind co- of <laughs> like
0: a conglomeration of... All the reality shows, done with a twist. You're going to have a chance to uh, sign up, and you can either be part, uh, part of a team that's going to be competing, or part of the audience. And if you sign up to be on a team, you get assigned to a team, kind of like in Survivor, where you get put on a team and you have challenges each week that you're going to have to, uh, that your team is going to have to uh, complete. And the team who wins gets immunity. The teams that lose, somebody's got to be voted off. Eventually, it pairs down to individual challenges, and that's when it starts getting interesting. Now, this will be the largest contest we have ever done on the site in our nearly 10 years of being on the web. The grand prize for this, seven days, six nights at the Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin, plus four... 7-day adult park hopper passes plus a $150 gift certificate to the Blue Zoo restaurant at the Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin and a $150 gift certificate to the Mandara Spa. That's the first prize. Second prize in case you didn't in case you're not going to be the winner of the four-night cruise that Dreams Unlimited is giving away for the scavenger hunt, you'll have a second chance to win a four night cruise. That will be the second prize from James Unlimited Travel. Third prize compliments of the Diz or me. And we're going to give away five 30 gig iPods so you people can download our, our show onto an iPod if you don't have one. Plus, we're going to be giving away scores and scores of other prizes throughout. And we're not just giving prizes out to those who are participating. Uh, the Swan Dolphin very generously has given us some three-day, three two-night stays to give away to the audience members uh, during the course of the, uh, of the contest, which is going to run from December 1st through the middle of February. We're not sure exactly what the final date is. It really is going to depend on how many people we have uh, participating but now we've done this we've done this on the boards for a couple of years not with prizes we've just kind of done it as a as a fun thing and it's always been hugely popular and very successful so we decided to kick it up a notch this year and and add these really neat prizes and give people an opportunity to uh uh win some prizes and 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 participate in this in a in a in a, in a much uh I don't know what the words I'm looking for are because I'm half asleep.
1: They're they're uh,
0: incredible prizes. They really are. We've got some great prizes, and that's not. I mean, and that's just the tip of the iceberg with the prizes. We're giving. I've got so much stuff wrapped up and ready to go. Uh, all sorts of all sorts of things from little trinkets that we've picked up over the years to some really really cool collectibles you can't find anymore. Uh, some of this stuff is really really cool. And uh, we are going to have eventually a full list of everything that's going to be given away on the site. We just don't have it right now. But uh, you're going to uh, you're gonna be able to register for this starting uh, on the 14th of November, which is the day this podcast goes live. And like I said, you'll be able to register either as a participant in the, uh, in the game or as an, an audience member is what we're, we're calling you. And the audience members will get uh, updates every week uh, via email as to what's going on with the show. We're also going to be doing updates uh, every week on, on the podcast, letting you know what's happening with the show. It's going to be a lot of fun, and there's going to be a lot of stuff to win. And uh, I am I am so excited about it.
4: Yeah, I can't wait to see what happens with it. Yeah, apparently uh, somebody found the logo I did, so it's not a surprise. as, it, as It's not it, as big a surprise it, as we, was, <laughs> we were
0: hoping for. But just the build-up, the the build-up that was going on on the boards, people were in a lather about this. Yeah. And uh, I love that. I love that. I love giving away stuff. I think that's like the the, the most fun thing we do is when we get to give something away. And it dawned on me, you know, it dawned on me when we started doing uh, the podcast that it really had been a long time since we'd done any kind of contest or anything and – um, you know, we started giving away some gift certificates in the podcast and that kind of morphed into the scavenger hunt. And I had so much fun with the scavenger hunt and, uh, you know, we have access to all this stuff. We, we, we do a, we, we have a lot of, uh, we have, we have good relationships with a lot of, uh, uh, companies in Orlando that are just more than happy to give us stuff to give away to you guys. As long as we mention their name. And I think that's a pretty cheap price to pay for some great prizes. Right. So. I'm really excited about it. I think Wapasadi is going to be a lot of fun. I'm really looking forward to seeing how it uh, how it goes, and I hope you guys will enjoy it, enjoy participating and and uh, watching it as much as we enjoy uh, putting it together for you. Bob Jew. Bob I think we should put
1: our own team in the roundtable team. Oh, we should.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we got time, yeah we because we have all the time just, in the world that's, to. That's why to I pause contests because <laughs> I was going to suggest it, and then I said, "Wait a minute." No, as a, as a matter of fact,
0: just to let everyone know, um, uh, none of us are going to be judging or have anything to do with the administration of the game. Um, doing that intentionally, uh, I want to make sure that as I comment on it, that my comments are not uh, in any way influencing how this goes. So uh, nothing that we talk about in the show will be uh, – we'll, we'll, we'll talk about everything uh, after the fact. We're not going to talk about things before the fact, and we're going to make sure that we don't do anything to influence the judging. Uh, so it's going to be real cool. We're going to be watching along with the rest of you watching this unfold. So uh, registration uh, begins now. Registration lasts only for one week so you, if you want to participate you 've got to go and uh and, and sign up if you want to participate actually in the in the challenges you have a week to do you have a week to sign up for that uh, audience participation uh, that you can sign up for at any point during the entire uh, the entire contest at any point in time you can sign up to participate as an audience member and by signing up to be in the audience you're automatically entered. To win any of many random prizes that we're going to be giving out uh for the duration of the of the contest
2: And who doesn't like prizes
0: And who doesn't like prizes? <laughs> I love prizes. I never win any, <laughs>
4: <laughs> but I love them. Yeah, I just want to mention that um everyone that applies um, is not going to get to play. I mean we're expecting a huge, huge turnout the uh The registration is a lot there's a lot of questions that uh, that need to be answered. Um, and, and teams are going to be put together based on those, um, on, on interest and things like that. Right. So, I mean, you, you do need to have some computer skills to do this. Um, at it, least would it would help. You need, creativity, you need to be a little creative because um, some of the challenges are going to involve... Well, careers. no,
0: that's not really true because in the, in the, in the previous incarnations of Wapasati, there were people who had, you know, if, if you have enough skill to get around the boards, you're going to have enough skill to do any of these challenges. Um, I just
4: wanted to mention that you know not everybody that registers is going to get to play. Right. Know, I don't want everybody to expect that you know they're going to fill out the registration and they're going to be on a team. I just want to sure.
0: And again, I want to make sure everyone understands that I and no one around the roundtable or actually anybody working for me um, none, none of us have any Zero. say in that. We this is completely being run by the community uh, by Lori yeah. and Kayla who have done an amazing job setting this incredible, up so far, the creativity job. that those two women have put into this. I'm telling you, I'm blessed to have such creative people around me. I yes. really am. Um, so it's, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're really looking forward to it. And while we're on the subject of contests, we are, uh, we're thrilled with the response we've had to the, to the scavenger hunt. Yeah, it's amazing. We've had quite a few responses, and we've had quite a few correct responses. And I know some people had a little difficulty finding the bonus challenge, but it is there. I didn't say it was going to be easy, um, but it is there. And we are actually, I'm going to go ahead, uh, because of the number of responses, and they're still coming in, we're going to go ahead and extend it out um, until Sunday the, what is that, the 19th? we extend that to Sunday the 19th, so you have a little extra time if you've been working on it and or you're just finding us now and you want to uh you want to participate we're going to be giving away that that four night cruise on our next show. I can't wait. I got to tell you that is I'm so excited about that. I'm so excited. We're going to uh we're going to give away a cruise.
1: That's right. And they could be talking about it over Thanksgiving dinner.
0: They are going to they somebody's going to be talking about yeah. it over Thanksgiving dinner.
1: That's exciting.
0: So, it's uh it's great. It's great and we're 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 glad to do it and we're having a blast. we're having a blast doing all of this this show has been so much fun for us and uh, I hope you guys are enjoying it really and truly as much as uh, we're, we're enjoying it and trying to get better and and do more with it and we've got a lot of things planned for next year you have no idea what's coming up next year so it's uh it's going be cool it's going to be real cool so I just wanted to let you all know about that and uh, as I said uh, this week's show is going to be a little bit uh, we're kind of Moving through it a little bit faster than normal, simply because we gotta we gotta call it a night here, folks. So unless anybody else has anything they need to add,
2: I want to say thank you for having me.
0: Oh, you! Oh, please! It's a pleasure to have you. Wait till you see this! This uh, wait till you see Julie uh, on camera. She she did she's doing a great job. She's doing a really great job. Amazing job! Yeah, she really is. Thanks, and and Walter's Walter's been been hearing about the podcast. He gets to sit at the round table and. Watch us.
2: Yeah, I've never seen it before either. I just have to imagine what you guys look like around that table. <laughs> yeah, well,
0: I actually, yeah, this uh, this is kind of minimal equipment that we're using here, of course, in in the studio. I've, I've uh, we re- we record out of a studio uh, that I, I I created in my uh, out of a spare bedroom in my house, and it it's all wired and all the equipment's in there. It's it's really neat. So, but uh, so this is definitely a very low tech version what we're doing here.
4: Yeah. I, yeah, I'm used to having my own microphone.
0: Own microphone, you own know, headphones.
4: I love head sharing it huh? uh,
1: It's when he has to share with me. <laughs> <laughs> Two mics for five people. It, it, it's kind of tough.
0: All right, folks, that's going to do it for us this week. Again, we appreciate your, uh, your listening to the show, and we look forward to uh, talking to you next week. So, for everybody here in San Diego, have a great week, and we'll talk to you soon.